0: Nature of this program, listener discretion is advised.
1: Shut. Yeah. The fuck? Kill
2: yourself. The fuck? Please, please, kill yourself. The fuck? You should really Shut. kill yourselves. Yeah. The fuck? Pop. Please,
3: please, yeah. kill Shut. yourself. Hey, everybody. Hey, uh, we're having some uh, little difficulty, little technical problems. We'll be up in a minute. But uh, I got some coupons from Omaha Steaks. Yeah. Yeah, you all want to win some meat, don't you? Yeah. Of course. Of course you do. That's all you care about. Prizes. Let's get something. Let's grab some. Throw me a fucking Kit Kat bar. You're just like every other American. All they want is something to eat and something to fuck, and they're happy. Do you have any idea what's going on in the world? Any idea? Nope. Just let me have my steak. You just sit there and flap your flippers every time you see the fish bucket, you fucking morons. Can we get security? Security now? Please. Look at you. Sitting on your asses Standing in line at the Apple store You know they're gonna have the same product next week But no, you gotta have it now You gotta have it now And by the way, leave your children alone Okay, let them fucking fail They're not gonna peak at 12 And stop taking pictures with your fucking iPhone And bullshit Don't touch me guys Don't touch me And you know what I said, you you were a great audience I lied You're a shitty audience And Gwen, nobody gives a fuck about your birthday yeah oh what are you doing here learning about secrets of cinnamon go home read a goddamn book spend some time with your
2: children your podcast won't fail,
3: it's just a coincidence that you were talking about the jack and triumph show and i'm here thank you so much for having me
4: on your podcast
0: Hey man, this is Kevin Smith. guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Spodcast.com,
3: and you're listening to the Two Strangers
0: One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit TwoStrangersOnePodcast.net. Now,
1: here's Chris Colon and Paul Pasquillo.
4: Well, hello, and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And Paul, it's dark, and my battery is getting low.
1: <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? I don't understand. <laughs> uh, oh,
4: it's the, uh, the the Mars rover that they had sent like years ago, and I, it was supposed to be one of those things where it was only supposed to last for like nine days or something to that effect. But it ended up like roving Mars for for years on it, mm-hmm. and uh, so it was reporting back, and I guess it finally died like after you know years and years and years way past the, the the time they were expecting it to work and so it would send transmissions back to the to earth and I'm obviously some programmer put that in there but uh the last transmission it sent to earth was uh I'm sorry I think I I switched the lines it's the line is my battery is getting low and it's getting dark, which is fucking... (laughs) It's heart-wrenching when you think about it. It's a fucking... It's a wonderful, you know, explorer on another planet. My battery's getting low, and it's getting dark. I don't know. It just touched my heart. Uh, My (laughs) cynical, evil fucking heart. I felt bad for a fucking robot on fucking Mars. But that's how life
1: Folks, I think Chris has lost his mind, so just bear with him, please. Yeah,
4: and this is going to be... A relatively quick episode i mean because i know we usually you know we've been cranking them out recently like hour and a half and two hours and stuff like that um it's friday night and i want to go out and do karaoke so (laughs) but of course you know my priority is a podcast it's always a podcast and i don't have to go plus you know that's right karaoke goes to like two o'clock in the morning but you know i want to go out and just fucking enjoy myself and it's one of those deals where like okay you know yeah i'm going out to the bar and i'll have a couple drinks but it's like, look, I can't pay my bills, so I might as well spend like the twenty dollars that I do have in my pocket on alcohol. You know, I don't have well, the hundred and fifty dollars for,
1: <laughs> for. Well, for, I have a lot my of gas money bill
4: now, so. <laughs> yeah, no, well, you got your raise, and then I got I got my raise, and what happens? The last week, and this was after we recorded the last episode. Uh, so I finally got you know my first like full time paycheck, and literally the day after I get my paycheck, you know, RG&E the gas company here. You know, puts a fucking notice on my door like you better pay fucking you know x you know whatever you know we're gonna shut off your electricity. And what happens is is I've been sending them, I've been sending them little amounts over the course of, and 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 that's what's killing me is that I I've been paying that was blows my mind that they would still send a a thing a notice about a shut like a legit shut off. And it's because well, my fucking landlord has all the meters are in the base and my landlord oh. my landlord fucking locks. The locks the basement. On occasion, the basement hasn't been locked, and there's really like I mean, but what if there's uh, what if there's a fire? What if there's you know I mean I don't know I mean I guess if there's a fire in the basement we'll have to run anyway. But I mean I also understand that you know yeah you don't you can't just let people just stroll into the fucking basement
1: yeah in a a
4: multi (laughs) you know you know a multi-family where I live it's you know there's there's five apartment where I live so I mean yeah I mean someone up to no good you know and the funny thing is but you know the circuit breakers are down there. Like, you know, like if I have and this happens to me, this this happens to me like in every apartment I've ever had. Like when you run like if you run the microwave and the toaster like on the same plug and then like for like if the microwave ends right around the time the toaster pops, it always blows a circuit in my house. So, like, I don't you know, I don't want to have to be fucking, you know, if 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 the circuit circuit circuits go off in my house, I have to fucking wait for my landlord to come from wherever he's at, you know, and, and he's not, you know, if my fucking circuit breaker went off tonight. He's not going to come at fucking, you know, this time of night to come fucking flip the switch, you know, but so with that, you know, the, the gas company, they send you these, these estimated bills and there's no fucking, of course, they always fucking, you know, it's never a normal amount. They always send you oh, yeah. like, these estimated bills that like, yeah, if I had every light in the house on and I had three air conditioners and I just left the door to my fucking freezer open, yeah, I'd, maybe I'd spend that kind of fucking money, but I don't. I'm cheap as fuck. I think this here in the winter time. I think I've turned on my heat this entire winter. I think I've turned on my heat like four times, and 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 I mean that's a good thing, is because the way my house is set up, like of course if you're by the windows you do feel a draft. I mean it's just because it's an old house, but like in the middle of the house or like you know if you know it's comfortable. If you're by the windows. Then it's, it's, you feel, you'll feel chilly. So like, you don't really have to have the air conditioning on. You know, I walk around the house in fucking sweatpants. So, you know, I don't, you know, like, why the fuck do I need the heat on? You know, you go to some people's houses, they got the heat cranked up like, you know, like you're sweating when you walk in. It's like, it's 30 degrees outside and it's 80 degrees in the house. And you're like, Jesus Christ, you know, let's have a fucking nice medium. And I, and some, some places they can't control it. You know, you, like, it's, it's either freezing or 85 degrees. So I understand, you know, but, uh, so yeah so as soon as i get my first nice paycheck i'm like yeah i'm gonna take care of this i'm gonna take care of that fucking you know the gas company you know where i up your electricity tomorrow if you don't fucking pay something i was like and uh, what kills me is that i've been sending him like little amounts just to kind of like you know like hey i'm making an effort and i'm like oh fuck you, <laughs> you <laughs> oh
1: know. wait so so they're sending batman in is that what you're saying <laughs>
4: yeah
0: where's your pay bill where's the trigger
2: <laughs> yeah i was gonna say where's the <laughs> oh, where's the where's, where's, the, 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 meter? where's yeah, the meter where's the meter? <laughs>
4: Where are the meter? where's the meter so if you want to help me people and pay my my gas my gas electricity bill please visit my ebay page you can go on ebay and just search for it. right Excel i'm starting you C. your patreon page
1: tonight okay jesus yeah. christ yeah
4: and we were going to do it last week but i mean I, look as soon as we're done with this i'm going to, i have i'm going to karaoke I have oh
1: that's a- fine i'll create it for you I'm, and then I'm you can addicted. have the password
4: I'm, I'm fucking addicted to going karaoke and you know, i mean <laughs> you know what it is it's you know the bar's like two blocks from my house and the guys who owned it, are, and it's weird because I'm 41, I'll be 42 in a couple, and I'll get, I'll talk to about, talk about that later. Um. He's gonna be old. But these guys, you know, it's weird that these guys are younger than me. They're in their early thirties, and they bought a bar, and like, you know, where I live, you know, I live in not so the greatest area, but if you go, if you go a couple blocks down, it turns into like college, like a lot of, students live down there because like it's like you know people who own fucking little slumed out houses that they rent out to college kids and you know and it's like fucking eight guys to a house and shit like that. Um so, you know, they get a college crowd. And it's weird. It's so weird to go to like when you go to karaoke night and kids are like they're singing, oh like they, what's what's the song? Um you know that song 1985 and Britney and Madonna way before Nirvana. And like these kids and the song, you know, "1985." She's still preoccupied with "1985," and it's like these fucking kids weren't even born in 1985. I got, I got comic books older than these kids. I got video games older than these fucking kids. I'm 42. I'm the creepy old man in a fucking college bar. But I mean, like I said, it's close to my house. The guys who own the place, I guess they like me or whatever. You know, they're they're cool enough with me. Where you know we hang out, and we shoot the shit, and I've been going there enough where like. You know, they kind of know my deal and, and stuff like that. And so, I, you know, I enjoy going. You know, I I don't have $150 to, to fix my problem. So I'll spend the $20 I do have and <laughs> get a couple of drinks and enjoy myself and listen to fucking spoiled college kids do karaoke badly. Which uh, he,
1: what he means is watch all the hot girls sing. Oh,
4: <laughs> some sexy fucking. Hey, look, obviously, if they're walking to the bar, they're 21 years old. You're old enough to cross the street. You're old enough, you're old enough to get hit, man. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? There's grass uh, on the field. Play ball. It's totally legal and totally fun. Yeah. So
1: basically, what's going to happen is let's, is, is let's he's going to
4: division. Let's see how many times 41 goes into 21. Uh, he's gonna he's, <laughs>
1: gonna he's gonna he's gonna like, ladies and gentlemen, be like, he'll screw some like 16 year old, not even know that she's a 16 year old.
4: It's fine. Hey, I met her in the bar. If, if I <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna sue the bar because she shouldn't have been allowed in the bar. If she's 16, it looks like she's 21. Um, but that being said, uh, speaking of uh, creepy guys uh, overstepping their boundaries, a follow up from the last—that's that's a wonderful segue right there. A follow up from our last episode, uh, where you know, and uh, the good thing we got—I I mean, I know that sounds weird—we got a nice little bump, I guess, talking about. Vic ya. You're welcome. <laughs> and
1: uh, it's the power of the tsunami faithful that infuses this yeah.
4: two strangers one podcast. <laughs> but I mean, we've got a lot of good, a lot of good feedback. A lot good. A lot, a lot of good.
1: A lot of good feedback. See, folks, he's already drunk, so you know we'll just have to forgive him right now.
4: <laughs> we got, we got a lot of good feedback. It's funny, like, it, for a lot of people, it's funny, you could tell, like, on, there was a couple tweets and stuff like that where people were kind of apprehensive when they, like, just because I called the episode, like, bad touch, and then, like, afterwards, you could tell they listened to the podcast, you know, and then, like, you know, they, they tweeted, like, an hour later, hour or two later, like, oh, you know, you guys, you know, you guys are, you guys gave it the fair shake, but uh since then, when back, when we did the last episode, it was still kind of, like, allegations and just speculating what
1: was <sighs> going on it just keeps going and it's just getting really annoying. Mm-hmm. It's getting to the point where I just want to stab somebody. Honestly, uh, you see. So like right after the podcast, Vic goes on Twitter and says, um, don't believe everything that you hear. And I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. I just said that you were, that you were doing the right thing. Like you were literally coming out and saying you were going to get help. Great. Just leave it at that. Don't say anything more. No, you got to come out and say that. And then like about a day or two ago, he comes out on Twitter again and says, oh, yeah, somebody's collecting money for me on GoFundMe. It's not really me, but it's a friend. And I said it was OK. And yeah, I do have a lawyer and I am going to be mounting an offense. And I'm like, you can't do that in private. Yeah, <laughs> like, like you can't do that in private. And and so and sketch disagrees with me on this, but I think the 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 io9.com article that they did on Vic, and I understand that it gives both sides of the, of the debate, but I think that doesn't do any good either. I, I just.
4: Yeah. Well, the funny thing, cause yeah. I, I think I linked to it on my, on my Facebook page, and it's sort of like, but the artwork is a little, like, okay, look, you know, if the guy, if the guy has done everything he's accused of, and like, I'm, and, as, I mean, I, I'm not going to read the whole Monica Real statement, but you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I, like, I'm kind of just skimming it, and a lot of the stuff that, that she says is what other people have accused him of. Where he's he's been known to grab women by, like he'll grab women by, like a, a grab, like a, a fistful of hair, pull their head back, uh, and you know, kiss their, cause kiss, kiss their ears, kiss their necks, kiss their mouths, Uh you know, and 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 it's like all all these accusers are kind of coming up with the same story. And the, the one with Monica Real, she says this happened, uh, what did she say? What happened? In the mid 2000s when she was at a, at a convention with him. And, um, but okay. So, I mean, basically, uh, I just wanted to bring up that from the last podcast when we were kind of, where it was still kind of speculating, uh, Monica Real, she did put out an official statement. Uh, it, it turned out, obviously she typed it up like on a, in a word program and just like broke it up into little pictures. It wasn't actual tweets. Um, okay. You know, and she's, she's, you know, at the end she goes, I'm tired of the fighting. I'm tired of the threats from here on out. I'm only posting positivity and light. Any threats or retaliation we met with an immediate block. I'm not wasting any more time on this matter. It's over. This has been incredibly difficult for everyone involved. Please be kind to one another. Now that being said, the, the IO9 uh, article, they had his picture. And once again, state the facts all you want and the guy could be the biggest piece of shit on the planet, but they, and they kind of drew. All these, like, grabbing hands coming out from behind his body. So it sort of like, it looks like, you know, I mean, obviously it's a fake cartoony hands, but it's like, you know, it's kind of fucked up. The guy's like voiceover art, voiceover artist, you know, accused of all these things. Like they could, you could, you could have easily just posted a picture of him, <laughs> you know, to, to just put a picture of him with all these grabby hands.
1: Well, you know, looking no, like no,
4: no. Dr. Octopus. That's kind of, it's fucked. Up. I mean, once again, I mean, you know, and obviously, I don't think it's gonna mock them. I don't think it's fucking, you know, slander or libel or whatever. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a little in poor taste. You know, if you just report, report what the fuck you're gonna report. And, you know, especially the, you know, IO9, and yeah, they kind of, they, they lean onto nerdy stuff, you know, and they're, they are a, a little bit liberal. But, you know, that being said, you know, just, just try to stick to the facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Try not to, try it's, not to, uh, Like in a podcast, yeah, we could, we could fucking editorialize because it's a fucking podcast. That's what happens. You right. know? We're, we, we're in no way, in shape, or hell. Are we calling ourselves a news podcast. We're kind of telling this, what we've heard and what we've read and stuff like that. And then we, we editorialize. Yeah. Doing a picture like that is kind of, you know, it kind of, it's a dick move on their, on their part. And right. Thank
1: you. Cause see that you're exactly saying what I, what I wanted to say, Chris. Like this is, I, I kind of felt like so. So what I so what I've been told. This is what I've been told. This is the background information I've been told. Once this started happening, like this year, the beginning of this year, when the Dragon Ball Super Broly was coming out, mm-hmm. um, apparently they were working on this story. And I understand that. I get what you're saying. But if you're seeing how it's affecting a community of fans, why then would you bring out an article? I get like um, Sketch argues that. It's this, well, you know, there's all these really bad articles out there about it, which is true, and they don't have any, you know, substance to them or concrete or bring everything together. I'm like, yeah, I I agree with that, but IO9 is doing the exact same thing. Even if they have some facts, a lot of that is still hearsay. You know what I mean? Like, we don't, we don't, there's, there probably is some proof. And by the way, I do agree that something happened. Monica Riel is not the type of person to come out and say something unless something happened. Mm. And I've seen some other voice actors or voice actresses that have said something. <clears throat> I think it was about Vic. Um, and, you know, so there, there's, there's definitely something happened. Do I think that every single story is true? Honestly, Chris, there's, there's not going to be any truth to a lot of those stories because a lot of people just come out and say something, spread it across the, the internet like a goddamn jam and then it just gets eaten up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. Like I believe Monica, I believe, you know, mm-hmm. some of the voice actresses that have come out and said something. Um, but do I, do I think that every single story is true? I, I don't know because it's hearsay, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I do support, I do support them coming out. And, and if something did happen, yeah, they should, uh, you know, be fighting for this. Um, it's it's kind of hard on both sides. We were kind of talking about this last week. You know, it's it's very hard on both sides. You know, you're you're here's a guy who has had pretty much a good um has had a good career in voice acting. Um he was the lead in full metal alchemist. He uh did Broly, obviously, in all those movies, including the one that just came out. Um so I mean you kind of have to and, and pretty much he goes to, like, a shitload of cons, too. I should put that out there, too. So, I mean, you got to kind of sit there and go... And this is where I kind of agree with his fans, is it's like, well, then if this was going on in the background where there's, there was this talk of, well, if this guy comes in to record, be careful of him. Mm-hmm. Why was he recording at all? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's
4: <laughs> one of those... I mean, like, if it's the same... like. But the same way he had a reputation of being an asshole sort of like yeah, yeah, yeah no no wait a minute
1: now see that's a that's the the other side of this too is when we were at rockcon that was one thing that i heard from and some of those guys they they do uh flower city comic con now um here in rochester they told me like yeah Rick, Vic is vick is an asshole and i saw him being an asshole to some of the con staff so that part Mm-hmm. yes i absolutely know that for for a fact because i've seen him do that and i don't agree with that at all and i don't agree with him touching anybody anyways or whatever happened with these ladies if all of these are true then yeah he definitely is has a problem and yeah he should get help regardless yeah, but
4: know? i mean just saying is that like if he's mm-hmm. if you're saying why isn't you know why is he still working it's sort of like you know he's not it, it, it was, uh, no but i'm saying like you know if mm-hmm. if, if his reputation preceded him before all this blew up, you know, it's sort of like, you know, if let's just say he goes into a studio and there's a there's a male engineer and a male director there and stuff like that, you know, they're they're not going to fucking make it. They're not going to make waves because because he's and not he, he's not interrupt interrupting their lives. You know, And
1: here's here's the other point that that I understand that his fans will have as well. These voice actors and actresses go into the booth by themselves. They don't usually when they record anime, they don't usually go in the the booth with two or three more people. They just go in by themselves. The the director and the person that's recording the session is there. That's it. So I'm not saying that you know I'm not necessarily counting that out, Mm -hmm. but I'm also saying that there is some truth here. And regardless, he needs to get some help. I get there's two sides to this, and I and I get both sides. But here's the problem. When the Vic side is starting to attack people and attack these voice actors and actresses, that's gone. That's going way too far. Mm-hmm. And again, I appreciate Vic for coming out and saying, "Do not attack uh, attack people." You know what I'm saying? And by the way, big, uh, I I really I'm really proud of Monica for for her saying in her statement, like, "I really don't want this guy to. I, I hope this guy gets help. You know, he is a friend of mine. I hope that he gets the help that he needs, and I hope that he can come back a stronger person, kind of deal."
2: Yeah.
4: I think that was great of her to say, well, and, I, and, and
1: honestly, that uh, it needs to happen.
4: Yeah, I mean, I mean, and not in her statement. And this, and this is definitely, I'm not uh, doing the whole like blame the victim thing. Like she said, when she accused him of what he did, she was in his hotel room. You know, and and it's one of those deals where you know when you're in a con and stuff like that, it's not like someone being in a hotel room, uh, you know, means something. You know, frisky business is going to happen. You're, you know, people hang out, you know, and 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 there's some conventions. You know, uh, we've been to like. I've been to near Comic Con where obviously everything takes place in the fucking, in the Jacob Javits Center. And I mean, and in the surrounding areas, some places there's cons where the con takes place in the fucking hotel. Yeah. You know, and the same people who are going to the con have rooms in the hotel. And it's, and it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility that people are hanging out. Like, look, you know, I don't want to sit in a you know, I got a headache. I'm tired. My feet are sore. Let's go hang out. But, you know, let's go hang out in my room. So, uh.
3: Well, what I'm just saying is
4: like, like, when he, when, when she accused, what she accused him of didn't happen in a professional environment. They were probably hanging out in a professional capacity, you know, and then, you know, you know, then as friends said, okay, let's just go fucking, you know, let's just go chill out or whatever in the room. And then he overstepped his boundaries. So. You know, and then like even at cons, which technically he is kind of working when he's at cons, you know, he's he's representing a brand and he's representing himself right. and everything like that, you know, he, and, you know, and then like when we said last episode about like him jumping on the guy's shoulders, you know, during a, right. a, a, right, 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 a, right. a room, a meeting in a room and stuff like that, <laughs> Um, you know, it, it's he's overstepping his boundaries, but he's not doing, you know, in a professional environment. I mean, he's working He in places where he's doing it. Are sort, They're kind of like it's professional, but it's obviously super duper relaxed. You know, yeah, and, and, kind, and, and it's, unfortunately, he took advantage of, you know, the, and, and, and again, like, working.
1: I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not saying that something didn't happen here. Yes, something definitely happened here, and he definitely needs to get help. And I hope he does. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that I can see the other point of view of these other people that are out here. The problem is, is when they overstep their bounds and start threatening these voice actors and V.A.s. That's when I sit there and I go, all right, timeout. <laughs> like, you need to stop. And honestly, like, you know, again, you, you look at the situation, you look at I 9 story, you look at how Vic is um, uh, coming out on Twitter, and you kind of just shake your head. You're just like, listen, like, let this die down. Let Vic, and this has been my point all along, is let Vic be a bigger person, go get the help that he needs to do, and then come back. And if he fucking does it again, beat the fuck out of him. (laughs) But, but here's the thing, like you got to let people change. Cause here's the problem that we always face. And this is the thing, this is the point that I've been trying to make through this whole debate and all the debates that we've kind of had when it's sexual harassment or anything else. Hmm. If somebody says something or does something inappropriate, if you don't allow them to get the help that they need and we don't allow them to do that, we're just allowing this behavior to continue. And I honestly think that, especially in kind of a situation like this, this guy can come back stronger and he'll look better to people in the long run if he does do this, if he does get the help that he needs. And if he comes back as a stronger person and basically when he goes to cons, he also, I think, would be a good good thing for him to do, Chris, is kind of be like, you know, I was in a situation where I realized that I was being too much. And I thought I was okay. I thought I, there wasn't anything wrong with what I was doing, but clearly I've, I've kind of overstepped my bounds somehow here. And, you know, I've gone for help. I've learned from this experience and I want you, you know, I want everybody to know here that, you know, I've become a better person and I want to prove that to everybody. If he can do those kinds of things, Chris, Mm -hmm. I will appreciate him and I will think of him better than I do right now. But, we have to allow these people to do that because if we don't and we just accuse them and gang up on them, it's not going to go anywhere,
4: yeah. you know. But I mean, but- if, if he's making tweets about you know support my my friend's Kickstarter that my friend started for me or whatever or whatever you know whatever Kickstarter, IndieGoGo, whatever the fuck it is, you know, then he's not he's not disappearing <laughs> you have right, to disappear right. that's, but, the, thing. that's <laughs> the thing like he needs to like, like take twitter off your fucking phone exactly. <laughs> well, not,
1: not, not necessarily take twitter off your phone but you should you should literally be like mm-hmm. like okay so like for example when people started attacking monica and other voice actors and actresses when he came out when he went on twitter and said you need to stop this
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's fine you can do that. That's fine. That is perfectly fine, and I agree that he did that, and I'm glad that he did that. But then a couple days later to come out and say don't believe everything that you hear, like, dude, you're not trying to heal. Like, that's that's what really pisses me off here is you're making yourself even... You're making yourself look even worse Yeah, yeah
4: you give someone enough rope, they're gonna hang themselves. So he needs to fucking...
1: You just... want to say that... Look, look you want to say that in private to people, that is completely fine, and that is up to you. But to... You know, to sit there and go on Twitter and say that when the community is trying to heal from this, it's doing nobody good. And that's that's my point here. Is I, I just I, I think that we need to just stop, stop talking about it, let it go away, let this let the community heal. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if it is true that there's other voice actors out there and maybe even actresses that have done stuff like this as well, um, they're I think they're on notice right now too because they need to be like, okay. I need to stop my shit, or this is going to happen <laughs> to me. And you know what? I, I I really hope that this is a learning experience for not only the industry but the the anime community as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to we need to kind of stop this whole "I'm going to kill you because you hurt somebody that possibly that I love," and even though I don't know if anything's true, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's kind of where i'm at with this and i'm just you know i'm glad that you agree with me chris on this io9 story because i wasn't sure if you were going to be on board with me but it's 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 it, it it really pissed me off when i saw that i put it up on twitter i'm like am i the only one that doesn't like the fact that they did this like i don't know i'm not saying that well, i support- I mean they got to
4: strike the why the iron's hot you know what i'm saying and i under- well, you know. and
1: and that's what i said like it feels like they're doing it for views
4: Yeah, even but even we got a little bump because we're talking about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, oh, well, I, mean, I mean, not that, that mean... we were exploiting it or whatever, and not that we're exploiting it right now. But, <laughs> but it's sort of, you know, it's, it's, I understand what they did and why they did it. I just felt it should have been a little less editorializing. And, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: I, and I think that's, that's the point, the whole point that I was making about that, that mm-hmm. side of it too is, I could go up there and do it. I could do an interview. I could do, I I could do an interview with Monica and I'm guarantee you, she would talk to me about it and she would probably do it in an audio video. I wouldn't go too far with it, but Mm -hmm. if I asked her, I I bet you I could probably get her to come on. Am I going to do that? No. If she, if she called, if she messaged me and said, Hey, Hey, uh, can I come on? Can I do an interview with you guys on Toonami Faithful about it? I would allow her to have that stage, Mm -hmm. but you know what I'm saying? Like, For me, it's not about the views on this kind of stuff. It's about healing. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I I feel like even in my experience now, you need to heal and make yourself stronger in order to be better for somebody. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you can't do that by. Just oh look, let me let me pour more gas on the fire. <laughs> like Jesus,
4: delete Christ. your fucking sweater. No. <laughs> oh
1: my God. So let's just move on from this. Cause
4: this is just, yeah. So we're for us done. moving on and just delete your. Let's talk about another fucking creep, R. Kelly. <laughs> let's talk about another guy who's fucking going away. To too. I mean, oh, you know, and look, of all the shit that fucking Vic was accused of, Vic wasn't. You know, to the best of my knowledge, Vic wasn't fucking fucking underage girls. But uh, you know, uh, R. Kelly. And this is one of those fucking things that I just do not understand. Like, where there's smoke, there's fire, and and you know what? Because the guy wrote a couple of good, and now mind you, in my opinion, he wrote one good song. He did. did, I believe I can fly, and that's it. I, I hate fucking. You know, it's the freaking weekend, and it's all that that horrible fucking. You know, trapped in the closet, and and R. Kelly has a bunch of ridiculous, stupid. Fucking songs. His last album was called Chocolate Factory, which, if you remember, Chocolate Factory was about a bunch of kids and the fucking guys <laughs> where he works. You know, uh, R. Kelly, you know, and, and, and I, 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 it still blows my mind how people just are oblivious to the fact that he married Aaliyah underaged when, when she was 15 or 16 or something like that. They went to some Caribbean island. And I mean, it might have been a vacation, but, On that fucking island where they got married. And once again, I don't know what, what the legal ramifications are. You know, if the United States recognizes that marriage from another country, but for all intents and purposes, they got married in another fucking country. Aaliyah, when she was fucking underage, you know, you know, the, the piss tape. I mean, I, I, you know, and of course, yeah, we sit and we make jokes and shit like that, but a 13 year old girl. Had sex with a fucking, you know, a, a wildly influential man, and you know, and once again, yes, we make jokes about it. Dave Chappelle had a whole fucking bit about it, but you know, uh, you know, and as being the father of a fucking, you know, being a father of a fucking little girl, you know, it, you know, if I knew that you know someone was exploiting my fucking daughter. And, you know, and having sex or whatever. And, 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 you know, and, you know, and I don't want to speak on whatever this girl's house life is because how, what kind of parents are allowing their 13 year old to hang out with a grown fucking man unsupervised for hours on end. And of course, a 13 year old girl could also lie. I mean, you know, it'd be very easily, you know, she could have told her parents, you know, that she's doing something else or whatever. But, you know, from, I mean, I haven't seen, the, the special, there, you know, there was a recent special. Was it was a VH1 or Showtime or one of those things where, uh, I, f- you know, all this stuff yeah. is coming to light now. But you know, a TV series is coming. But like all these women, you can't tell me all of these were individual cases where where some girl was lying to her fucking parents. I'm pretty sure there were parents who didn't give a fuck. There were parents who probably saw this as a payday, you know. And I hate to say it, but you know, the same shit happened with Michael Jackson, where a bunch of fucking, a pa- bunch of parents turned a fucking blind eye. You know, oh no, I just wanna, I wanna sleep with these kids because, you know, I didn't have a childhood and, 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 you know, and I just, well, I'm trying to relive my childhood by having these little kids around. And it's like, dude. You do a really good Michael voice, by the way. <laughs> Stop being so ignorant. And, uh, you know, and, uh, so, and I haven't seen it, but there's also, there's like a, a uh, Netflix documentary called, like, uh, In Plain Sight or whatever, where like, this guy was, was, was fucking this, like, he kidnapped the child, but he convinced this couple that had a kid, if he could sleep in the same room as a kid because he himself was molested as a child and and convinced the fucking family to, like, uh, let him sleep in the fucking same room as a child. And is not, Dude, a, you know, and I'm just saying it, it's, it's it's this weird fucking twist of shit. But, you know, th- I mean, don't get me wrong. Parents, parents are lied to. Parents are malip- manipulated. Some parents are fucking greedy assholes who turn yeah. a blind eye or, or just apathetic who don't give a fuck about their own children. Yeah. You know, and it's a fucking shame we live in a world where people could ignore their child's lives so much, where a 13 year old girl is having sex with a, you know, 30 year old man.
1: Can I, can I, can I just say this though? But I, I, I think it's a lot simpler than this, Chris. I think what ends up happening is, and I think you'll agree with me on this, is you get these parents and they're like, oh, R. Kelly, you know, we just, you know, we met R. Kelly, you know, they, he met our daughter. Hey, he wants to hang out with our daughter. And, you know, these parents are shitty parents. They that's usually what happens. They're pretty shitty parents.
4: Maybe they thought he's gonna turn their daughter into a no. The well, next no, no, no. I'm
1: making this even more simpler. He's this, groomer. Is, this is how this is how simpler it is. he literally sits there and goes, Here's some money. And they see that money and they go, Caching, here, take our girl. Yeah. That's as simple as it is. And here's the thing. Here's the thing that kills me. Some of these people that have accused R. Kelly of doing stuff, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not talking about the victims, I'm talking more about like the parents saying, "Oh yeah, he did stuff to my my daughter or whatever." Why do I get the idea? Why do I get the feeling that you let them do like you let him do that to your daughter? And then when you realized, "Oh my God, this is hurting my kid," finally, and became an actual parent, you decided to go against it. Like, listen, I'm not the best parent in the world. Mm-hmm. You're not the best parent in the world, Chris. Nobody's the best <laughs> parent in the world. <laughs> go on. Go on, go
4: on, go on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Like, do you get what I'm saying? I would never sit there and be like, oh yeah, take my 13 year old son and go rape him. Like, that's just, that's just ridiculous. Like you wouldn't do that with Raven. You wouldn't be sitting there and be like, somebody offered you a million dollars. You'd be like, fuck you. Oh, by the way, I'm about to destroy you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, or stab you, whatever, whatever you have, whatever you want to use. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but you get my drift, man. Yeah. it was
4: like, oh, oh, you know, and so, you know, I'm pretty sure he fucking gives the parents gifts, Oh, and, of course. And, and helps them out. Oh, you, you know. Oh, I, you know. I can use a couple of bucks, and you know, I need to pay my rent or whatever. You know. And oh, yeah, here's a couple of dollars, and you know, I got you. Don't worry about it. I, oh, you want to go hang out with them? Okay, go right ahead, honey. Go oh, right, you know.
1: As far as like the whole Michael Jackson thing goes, I think, and I'm not saying that again. This is this is one of those things where it's like it's not everybody that did this, but you think about it and you go, you had a lot of victims that said he did something, but nothing ever happened. hmm. But then you do have maybe one or two over here that it actually happened to. So now because of all these other victims that were proven, oh, you try to, you know, take money from Michael. Now you can't believe the other two. You see what I'm saying? So I, I think, you know, the problem here is a lot of people encouraged a lot of this stuff going on. And it's it's really sick. Some of these other people, like, I think it, what was this? His manager got charged with something. I think it was, or I don't know, somebody in his, his crew there got charged because for something the other, like maybe a couple weeks ago, you'd have to look it up. But, um, he, you know, it's like, you need to start charging these other people too. It's like that whole, I'm reminded of, and this is kind of, this is different, but it, it connects in the same way. Remember that, that child that got shot in, in, um, Chicago when he was in the park and he was pointing a toy gun that looked real at people. Yeah. Remember that? And then the cops rolled up on him and the kid pointed the gun at them. And obviously they shot at him again. You don't know that situation, but the nine one one dispatcher who got the information didn't relay that information. Like the guy literally said to her on the tape, I think it's a toy gun. Mm -hmm. And literally these later to these she doesn't even tell these cops in the recording that this kid might have a toy gun so pre- you know proceed with caution but he probably just has a gun you could have tased the kid like you know what i'm saying like even though like that still might have been too much quote unquote at least then the kid would still be alive you know what i'm saying so it relates in, in the same way as if somebody else is allowing a behavior to go on why is that person not being charged that 911 dispatcher should have been charged with manslaughter mm-hmm. because she allowed this kid to get shot. You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if his managers, his security guards and everybody around him knew what was going on, these people also need to be charged with, with rape or whatever the crime is when they, when they're assisting in that kind of process. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? so it, it's to me, like, it's just not R. Kelly. It's the whole situation. We need to start, Bringing light to the situation, you know what I'm saying? And that's the, that's the, that's
4: that's that's the bottom line. Exactly. (laughs) But it's just, it just, you know, it's sad that we live in a fucking society where, because the guy has written a couple of fucking songs, you know, and once again, I'm obviously not a fan of his. I never was a fan of his, you know, uh, you know, that people turn a fucking blind eye to fucking, Giant fucking plumes of smoke <laughs> coming out, you know, where they smoke this fire, and be, like everyone just kind of fucking oh. turns a blind eye. And says, oh yeah, but it's yeah. a good singer. Oh, like yeah you know, I mean, look at look at the whole the Chris.
1: <laughs> yeah, look at the whole Chris Brown situation. Like, there's been several times where, well, I mean, actually, that has been several times because every one of them has been disproven, except the Rihanna one. What kills me about that situation was here's here's what happened. She was kicking his ass. And he pretty much exploded and beat her. Was basically what was going on. They were they were pretty much having physical fights with each other. Is what was told. What was told in the tabloids. So here's my here again. Here's the question. Why aren't both of them being charged? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it's again like we have to look at these situations. And we have to go. We need to charge everybody. And by the way, don't sit there and say to me that the manager didn't know. Don't say to me that the security guards around him didn't know. They knew, they let the behavior go on, and they didn't say anything to anybody. So they're an accessory. Charge their motherfucking ass. And that's that's it. And charge the parents too. Fuck them. Endangering the welfare of a child. Get them in the fucking jail cell. Yeah. You know, then that you know, that's just it's one thing that bothers me about all these situations. If something happens, um get these people in jail. Fuck them. Yeah. I hate it. I hate this fucking shit. Just yeah. get everybody thrown in jail. And then people will learn.
3: Yeah, oh, I, I
4: wouldn't be surprised. Like I said, I mentioned earlier, I wouldn't be surprised if some of these girls' parents were probably, you know, obviously girls who hang out around R. Kelly, they probably want to be singers and stuff like that. And he probably told the parents, like, you know, oh, I'm going to, I'll be her producer. I'll be, you know, I'm going to yeah, find her I mean, management. Going I'm going to, to. to, I'm going to, you know, promising the parents. But also, like, don't let your daughter disappear with a 30 year old man
2: mm-hmm. for,
4: for fucking hours <laughs> on end. You know, and, you know, and from what I understand, you know, this whole thing, like, he had, he had sex cults, he had fucking places, he had fucking apartments filled with women that couldn't leave and were fucking, I think about they were branded or whatever, like, once again, I don't quote, don't quote me on that, you know, but he had women basically fucking brainwashed into fucking staying in his house and, and it's just, you know, how, why, why did it take so fucking long, you know, right, you know, like, like, and you know, and this is totally unrelated, but. Uh, here in Syracuse, well, here in Rochester, but an hour from us, away from us, in Syracuse, there was a, a fatal car crash by, like, the coach of the Syracuse, um, uh, orange, orange men. Yeah, yep. the, the the college basketball, basketball team. team. Yep. And I guarantee you, and I don't know what the situation is, I don't know if he was drunk, I don't know if he was distracted, I don't know what's going on, but I guarantee you that guy's gonna fucking walk because, because he's a powerful man in Syracuse. Look what well... happened with, uh, the, the shit in, uh, in Penn State, you know, where the, everybody turned a blind eye to that guy that was fucking, you know, boys and shit like that, you know. So, you know, when when people have power, it's like they fucking – the rest of the world fucking closes their eyes and, like, don't give a fuck. They, oh, you can get away with murder. That's one of the perks of being famous is you can fucking commit crimes and no one's going to fucking stop you. Well, you know, it, it, for me, mm-hmm. like –
1: that situation is completely, well, and we can also talk about a different situation too. Um, but that, that situation, you know, we don't have all the information yet. Mm-hmm. Um, because before, so, so the, the circumstances of the accident before even, J, you know, the coach hit this guy, there was an accident mm-hmm. and, um, the serious accident. I think what ended up happening, Chris, mm-hmm. is that was the night where. It was – we've been having these fucking nights here in, in New York State where it's like on the, the cusp of 32, 33 degrees, and if there's no salt on the ground, the fucking whole road is icy, mm-hmm. and you go flying. I think that's probably what happened here, mm-hmm. and it also was on a dark dark uh, portion of the road. Mm-hmm. So I think there's going to be more information about that because I, I, I don't think he would have gotten away with it if it was clear cut. I think the guy got out and – You know, Jim Beheim had just – he slammed on the brakes, tried to avoid the guy, and he he hit him. You know, what are you going to do? Like, that shit happens all the time, Chris. Yeah.
4: You know what Uh, I'm saying? I don't think it's it's... – You know, he's – like, I'm just saying is that if it was Joe Blow fucking construction (laughs) worker that, you know, accidentally killed someone because they hit snow, you know, they get – they're going to get a fucking charge. You know (laughs) know what I'm saying? Right, right. And this guy's going to fucking stroll. This guy's gonna think, walk right the fuck out of the courtroom,
1: and, and we'll we'll see what happens. You know, like again, we'll we'll find out this what happens.
4: My my whole point being is, this fucking if you got if you got a little fame and you got a little right, no, power, I know Fucking, right. you can commit all the fucking crimes you want.
1: One um, other thing, I one other thing I wanted to talk about real quick. Um, and I know you want to get to your karaoke, so I'm gonna to try to make this quick. <laughs> um, there's um, you know those, those kids that were that had the trump hats? yeah, and um they had like a face off with an Indian yeah. and then it came out that it wasn't as clear cut as what it was. It was the parents like egging these kids on and you know, it actually, the, the Indian guy was a little bit more aggressive, but he wasn't being like whatever. Um, the guy, the kid suing like, uh, the Washington post for like $25 million. Um, and the reason I wanted to bring this up is because first of all, I don't think the kids should get any money from it, but I did it. it this is something that we need to start, I think people need to start doing with these media companies because I do think that they take it too far and they don't show both sides. And I think this is going to be an interesting process to see if it goes forward. I have to look it up and see if it, if it actually even went across the, the, if it even like went through the initial hearing yet. But, um, do you understand what I'm saying? Like we should be, we should be kind of like, we need to start holding the media accountable in certain ways, like, especially if they're not seeing both sides of a story. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, I remember a guy here in Rochester. Ironically, he comes in the movie theater all the time. And I always want to say something to him, but I'm just like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to disturb him about this. But, um, there's this, 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 uh, this black guy, he lives in Greece. Um, can't remember what his name is off the top of my head. Um, these kids were going around the neighborhood and, um, they were, going through people's cars stealing stuff whatnot so you know he he saw these kids get out and you know he was he had enough he went outside he had a gun and he said you know he basically told the kid if you come any farther i'm going to shoot you and the kid charged at him and he shot him and he ended up killing the kid well the the guy the guy went through like a whole fucking court case and at the end of it he was found not guilty because you know he's just defending himself but you know it, the media made it out like he was this monster like he was going to be guilty and everything else and you know it just goes to show you that and i'm not one of those those re- republicans that sits there and goes the media goes too far blah 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 but in certain situations we need to start holding people accountable too you know what i'm saying yeah but it's, and i think
4: go ahead i mean also just keep in mind like the washington post is that's a very anti trump fucking Newspaper, you know what I'm saying, oh, yeah. and, the, and you know the parents targeting that particular organization is a little fucking, it's a little opportune, you know, and and you know, I, I don't think the newspaper did anything, and and plus also like you could sue anybody for anything, <laughs> you know. I was, True. you know, back, you know, I I had my, I got my first car in in 1995, and and in February of '96, a couple months after I had a car. I was rear-ended uh, on the highway, and my passenger, uh, my passenger, nothing happened to either one of us. My passenger went home and she told her mom, and a mom who was a pill-popping fucking piece of shit junkie, decided to sue me. And when I got the fucking paperwork, and I found out I was being sued for five million dollars, it blew. And that's before I knew. Like you could, you could ask for anything, or you know. And obviously, what courts do is they, they, they shoot for the maximum, the absolute maximum that the court will allow. And then anything less than five million dollars sounds fantastic and wonderful. And because nothing happened in the accident, you know, I mean, it was, I say it was an accident, but I mean it was an accident. A car bumped us from behind. It was an incident. It wasn't an accident. Uh, I didn't get the guy's information because nothing happened. She went and they took, they sued me. I I, I didn't have to go to court, but I went to fucking like two or three depositions. And from what I heard through the grapevine, because obviously her and I weren't friends anymore if she's fucking suing me. I heard that, you know, they got like 14 grand out of it, you know, for something that didn't fucking something that, you know, didn't happen. Of course, my fucking car insurance rates shot through the fucking through the fucking roof but it's like you know you can sue anybody for fucking anything and you know uh, you know when you when you put compare fourteen thousand dollars to fucking five million <laughs> fourteen thousand dollars sounds fucking fantastic and trust me i ended up paying that in the long run because of fucking you know <laughs> my insurance rate shot in the fucking roof you know and 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 so i mean yeah those parents are suing but there's 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 an obvious fucking uh there's an obvious uh, a slant on exactly who they're, you know, a million fucking media outlets have covered that fucking story. Why are they just choosing, you know, the Washington Post, which is an anti-Trump uh, newspaper? Um... I think with that, we'll be back with more Dick and Fart. Sounds good to
3: me. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc., 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number eight. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did
2: you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I got to find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of it. It's unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie.
4: and we're back. All right. So, I mean, I've, I don't have a lot of ner- nerdy news, but we still have – kind of, I kind of have other kind of stories I want them to talk about. Uh, we got Bernie running for president. We're going to build a wall. <laughs> uh, Fuck that guy. <laughs> what do you got against Bernie? How do you guys feel in the burn?
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I feel the burn, all right. Um, again, I'm not a Republican. Mm-hmm. I just – I don't like some of the social programs he wants to do. I don't want to have to pay for other people's shit. <laughs> that's just plain. I don't and have simple. to pay for a fucking wall. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. But,
4: uh, yeah. And then, like, and then I see, and it's so weird, like, you know, you know, then, like, you know, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez isn't fucking supporting. Him. And it was, you know, there's this big article, like, she's not supporting him. Then I read the article, and they basically said, we don't want to comment about any fucking presidential candidate because it's way too fucking early, you know. But, uh, I mean, if, 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 if they were to run together, which I know is not going to happen, but if they were to run together, <laughs> they'd have my vote. Um,
1: yeah, you, you'd, you'd give him your vote because of her, your <laughs> fucking misogynist.
4: Hey, oh, hey Jesus he's, Christ. A, he's an old man. He'll fucking he'll make it to You office. He'll get a couple programs approved. He'll croak, and then she'll be our fucking resident. Um, oh, my God. Uh,
1: you, you know she did um, – they did like a – I think it was part of the Green Deal. They were They were talking together that one day. And I, I just it makes me laugh because it's like if that were true, like, then, OK, why would she be enlisting his help if she didn't like him? So, you know what I'm saying?
4: Well, no, no. This whole thing is, is it's not that she doesn't like him. They they painted, you know, unfortunately, I fell for the clickbait because it was sort of like, you know, uh, she does not support Bernie Sanders president presidential. Oh, run. Yeah. And so I saw that I saw that like the fucking name of the article and I was like, holy shit, let me go look at and read. And then, you know, and then in the in the article, they kind of just say, you know. They don't want to comment because it's way too early. And I like, how the fuck, you know, that, that's it's I hate about these clickbaity fucking article names and shit like that. Oh, she doesn't support him. Which I guess technically, yes, in some weird semantical way, yes, she doesn't support him. But, you know, it's she just because it's way too early to fucking choose a candidate. And everyone and their mother's fucking announcing they're going to run running for president right now. We have, gonna, God, we have I, 20, I just, 30 people. Uh... And that, but that happens every election. There's always a bunch of no no, who... no, no,
1: no, 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 no. It does not happen every election. Last election, there was only like four, there was only like five or six people that ran for the Democratic ticket. This time there's like, what is it it's at least 10 probably closer to 15 or 20 Yeah,
4: but like people, that's the, the way will too much people are gonna fall out people are gonna <sighs> right now way just, too much they're they're testing the waters they're trying to see how the donations are coming in and this shit then they're gonna realize that it's a fucking pipe dream because they're a fucking unknown or whatever the case may be they're way no, too much you know fucking the, the the survival of the fittest you know unfortunately last time fucking hillary Fucking, you know, pull the rug out from under from Bernie. Let's just fucking be real about that. And, uh, you know, that's why, you know, she ended up being, uh, the Democratic nominee and not him. But, you know, it's sort of, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll learn from our mistakes and, and come out strong. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm not like I'm like super Bernie. I don't have a fucking, you know, bumper sticker across my forehead. But, you know, I, I like him.
1: Chris right? is very Bernie, <laughs> if you get my drift.
4: Um, but uh okay so uh keeps
1: touching those 21 year olds at the bar (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm sorry the 16 year old I'm the
4: dirty old man that's no 21 year olds god damn it or at least 18 you know what i'm gonna do
1: i'm gonna go to that bar with you one day and just be able to just record the shit and just see like look i'm not hey my name's chris and i i just really want like you so why don't we go back to my apartment
4: i may be immoral but i'm not a criminal (laughs) and you're gonna talk about that too Uh, you know what i do is immoral not illegal um, mm-hmm. on many things. Um, about it. uh, but th- that being said, um, speaking of, uh, presidential, you know, mistakes, you know, uh, fucking Trump is still declaring a fucking state of emergency, still wants to build a stupid fuck fucking wall. And I think now it's not even, it's, this is for him to save fate because since that was such a big part of his campaign that they're going to build a wall, build a wall. Mm. I think, and this is going to sound weird. I think even he knows that the, they're not going to build a wall. But he has to save face and he has to declare a national emergency because he know. even he said in his own fucking in his own press conference is going to go to court and they're going to fight it. And there's going to be appeals, and nah, you know, when he's when he's talking about that kind of cadence, because even he knows that things are going to be tied up in so much fucking red tape and everything right now that two years are going to fly by before the next election, two years are going to fly by. You know, between now and 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 you know, so he like he made his campaign promise, you know, you know, build a wall or whatever. But it's one of, those, but still, he's going to waste just to save face, just to show that he's fucking you know loyal to his campaign promises. He's going to tie up the fucking country and red tape over this stupid fucking wall, declaring a fucking amer- emergency when there's still no fucking drinking water in Flint. People in Puerto Rico still don't fucking have electricity. You know, uh, recently we had fucking wildfire, wildfires tearing through fucking California, but this is the fucking emergency, you know, and, and, and I made a post about this the other day, you know, and, and, and I even put the link to the article that was talking about it. It was saying 27 to 40% of undocumented immigrants who come to this country come in through the visa system. They get their visas and they do everything nice and legit. But then when they get here, they don't want to fucking go home. You know, they say, you know, the you know the visa's up, and they're like, all right, well, fuck you, I'm here. What are you going to do? You know, and quite frankly, you know, you can eke out an existence as long as you don't fucking get arrested, as long as you don't yeah. fucking blatantly. And of course, you know, it's not like you could travel back and forth. You know, if you come to this country, you know, and I'll, I'm just going to use Mexico as an example, because that seems to be the big fucking one. If you come in from Mexico, it's not like, hey, you could go back and visit your family and then come back because your visa expired. And, you know, when you left, they're not going to let you back in until you do the proper paperwork. But you can eke out an existence on this fucking planet <laughs> by, you know, uh, not necessarily being in the system. And, you know, you came in here legally. You took a fucking plane. You fucking took, you know, you took your United, United Airlines flight, and it came to this country nice and legal. And you said, "There's forty. That's almost half the fucking people coming to this country." You know, and there's people, and like you've said before, people coming through the Canadian border, and you know, a wall is the wall is going to stop small timers. The wall is going to stop a few fucking coyotes from bringing, you know. People over in vans and shit like that. That's all the walls gonna stop. And for the fucking five, the five, at minimum five billion dollars being spent, it's a fucking waste of money. You know, and like I said, you know, like you said earlier, uh, you don't, uh, you don't wanna waste your money. Putting, letting poor people go to college, or you don't want to waste your money letting poor people have fucking health care, then you know it's real fucking waste of money if we have fucking <laughs> we're building a fucking wall that doesn't have to fucking be there, and 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 under the guise of a national emergency when there's real fucking national emergencies going on, and you know so at least and it's funny I've been watching I was watching this um, I was watching the, on on Netflix this documentary called the two thousands and it's like a uh, I want to say cnn produced it whatever but it was sort of like you know uh at, at least thank god donald trump isn't doing like what george w bush did at least we're not fucking going overseas and fucking with other countries because that seemed to be what george bush's thing was. <laughs> let's go fuck with other countries so we can forget forget about our problems here you know thank god donald trump has fucking had not decided to go that route and go to other you know invading other countries for no fucking reason you know attacking saddam hussein had nothing to fucking do with al-qaeda you know, besides the fact that you know, yeah, Al Qaeda was in Iraq, but not because Saddam Hussein let them be in Iraq. He just sort of he didn't give a fuck. Uh, but that's that's just a, that's a whole other. Um, okay, uh, let's talk about this fucking brain brain surgeon, the actor from the show Empire, who pretended that he was attacked by guys wearing MAGA hats pouring bleach on him. And you know, look, we live in a world where there are real racial attacks going on every day you know there are people you know to a much lesser extent even like you know those fucking kids you know catholic school kids with the native american guy you know there are racists today that are emboldened by a fucking racist in the white house that are that are making lives hard for fucking minorities real shit's going on and then this fucking dummy from what i understand he did it because there he he had got word that they're gonna get they're gonna fire him on empire and you know and and how fucking bad of an actor do you have to be for them to fire you a fucking empire and true so he had made up this whole fucking <clears throat> story uh saying that he was attacked and and you know in chicago but then they looked at the tapes and then they spoke to the you know the one or two guys that actually were like seen walking down the alley they interviewed those guys and those guys like you know and Im- imagine being those fucking guys imagine imagine you know and luckily like I, to the best of my knowledge they never released those guys names or faces or you know but imagine imagine paul one day someone pretended to be attacked you know saying maga and you were the person walking down the street <laughs> you know what i'm saying and all, everyone all of a sudden people are thinking. You're you're wearing a fucking you know a MAGA hat and uh, t- attacking a black guy. You know, thank God they didn't release those guys' names or anything like that. But you know, this guy's a fucking idiot in a in a, in a world where there's real fucking shit going on uh, for him to fucking. And that's the whole thing. Is and now the people that that love Donald Trump are going to use this. This is going to be their they're going to point. At, oh look, remember that guy? He said, you know, uh, he said that that he was attacked and that was a that was a fabrication. It was a lie. And and so now when real shit happens. And when fucking synagogues get burnt down, and fucking mosques get burnt down, and 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 black churches get shot up by you know so by some fucking you know what they, they did you the the they caught a guy from the from the coast guard recently with a bunch of guns mm-hmm. that was planning to kill people, and and, yeah. he, and he was fucking he's like a Trump supporter and stuff like that, you know that's that, you know that's that's a guy who was getting ready for a real fucking attack, and you know so we don't need fake attacks, you know for this actor look you were gonna get fired go get fired don't fucking don't make up false accusations for shit you know when there's when we live in a world where shit like that is really happening where people are getting fucking assaulted you know what i'm saying i mean not today said maybe not getting thrown bleach on and stuff like that but you know the kid that shot up the fucking you know the school the, the the black church in the south you know is because he was a fucking trump supporter the the other day um at the Trump rally where the guy attacked the fucking cameraman and two seconds early. And I watched that speech because I, I, I wanted to see what the hell was going on. Uh, cause I wanted to see, cause Trump was was talking about minorities at that time. But, but what he was saying was that minorities had, you know, the, the lowest unemployment rate, you know, since, you know, whatever. So I I said, I, I only caught that in the bit when they were tack when they were tackling the guy. And it turns out that two minutes earlier, Donald Trump was talking about, you know, fake news and and all this other shit. And this guy is so fucking brainwashed by Donald Trump that he's fucking, he's attacking a cameraman totally unprovoked. Cause Donald Trump is fanning the flames of these fucking morons, you know, and, you know, saying, oh, fake media, fake media. And, and, you know, it's hard enough if you have the CNN fucking, you have the CNN camera operator in the middle of a fucking Trump rally that this asshole jumps through and fucking attacks the cameraman for no fucking reason.
1: It was, it was a BBC person. Was it a BBC? Yeah, no.
4: but but they were sta- w- they might have been they were, they were standing by CNN cameras or something. CNN. Right, right, right,
1: right, right. Yeah, yeah, but
4: I mean, but you know, two minutes earlier, Donald Trump's talking about fake media, fake media, fake news, fake news. That these people, he's stirring a fucking, he's stirring these people into a fucking frenzy. That a guy just decides to attack a fucking cameraman, and the cameraman wasn't doing anything. It wasn't like the camera was trying to film something, and and and, and you know like. Like if there was something going on. and The cameraman was being aggressive. The cameraman standing there, and the guy just fucking attacks him. So right. you know, it's a dangerous fucking climate we live in, where real shit is happening. And this fucking dummy from the Empire Show wants to make something up just to save his fucking reputation. And it's disrespectful. And I'm and I'm glad that he got arrested. You know, uh, as as left leaning as I am, you know, I, you know, I was a correction officer for ten years. I support the police. I support our troops. You know, and and for you to waste the resources. Of detectives and cops who could be out there fucking handling real fucking crimes, you know. I'm glad he got arrested because that's that's it's it's it's, it's a it's a fucking shame, you know, uh, for him for, for accusations to be made like that, especially in this. Um, okay, what else? Uh, we were talking about wrestling before we started yep. recording. Uh, it's just it's so weird that, like, you know, I have friends that are into wrestling, I don't give a shit. We were talking about that girl, Bailey. I think Bailey's cute, she's a little goofy looking,
2: but oh, she's God. cute.
4: Sasha Banks, I, I'd, I'd push. You an just Olede. want to have
1: a threesome. I know. What I, I'd, I'd push for an old lady
4: into traffic for Sasha Banks. Um, oh God, I just but it's weird. I haven't watched wrestling and like fucking. You know, now we're gonna. Now we're slowly gonna tra- transverse into the nerdy news. But it's sort of like you know, I you know, look, you're into anime, and you know, through the and and like, what the fuck is that? You sorry, know, <laughs> you know, through the podcast, you know, I you know, I've interviewed people that are like super duper famous in the fucking anime community um and i could give two shits <laughs> You know what I'm saying? it's so weird how like you know certain things mean some of the people and like you know obviously my friends people that are friends with, they like comic book movies they like you know heavy metal they like you know but anime i could give two shits about anime uh wrestling i could give two shits about wrestling Horror movies, I could give two shits about horror movies. It's so weird, like, the thing. But then it's weird because it's sort of like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm passionate about my things. I'm passionate about comedy. But it's sort of like, but there's people who are passionate about football. And people, who, you know, I could give two shits about football. You know? But it's weird how, like, I, at least I accept people who like anime and wrestling and horror movies. <laughs> but I fucking can't stand football. I can't stand baseball. I can't stand basketball. You know? I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know what my point was in that whole thing, but it was just sort of like, it's funny how just, just you
1: bitching about yeah. everything.
4: Yeah, it's it's so funny that like you know, I accept what people like to an extent, <laughs> you know. And it's so he's weird. not accepting anything. I used to love wrestling. I don't know why I don't fucking. I, you know. You know what it is? You're like, an I, asshole. I, I you know, know. what it is? I think it's also uh, just the fact that. You know, you can't watch wrestling on like regular fucking. It used to be back in the day. I mean, you know, at least with basic cable, you could watch Raw, and then on Thursdays you watch SmackDown. You know, you watch Raw on Mondays, the Smack, or or even Friday. You know, and even when like for a little while they went to Spike TV, and then they went to Sci-Fi for a little while. And you know, the you know, I don't want to have to fucking get an app just to watch your show. You know, for something that's been there forever, wrestling's been there forever. Then all of a sudden you're going to put it on a fucking the app. I, I, I lost, and, you know, and once again, I lost interest right around the time, like, they brought in Daniel Bryan.
2: WWE, pull it for WWE now, Jesus and, Christ. are you ready?
4: Uh, see, that's when I was into <laughs> During the DX years, you know, the, the ECW, when they bought ECW and WCW and all those. Like I said, I stopped watching wrestling in about 2005 or so. I can't remember, you know. Once again, they, once again, they started, and it's like every, you know, they keep bringing in the same fucking five guys headlining every night, you know, and like even we were what we were talking about before the show, you know, R- Roman Reigns is coming back, not as a wrestler because he has, you know, health problems and stuff like that. But, you know, he's going to come and, and perform and, and he's going to come and talk. And you know, what I guarantee you he'll he'll probably come up and talk like the last like four minutes of the show before it goes to fucking credits. And uh, you know, but I mean, I, does it make people happy? But it's like I don't give a shit about Roman Reigns, you know. So you know, I don't want it to be. I'm I'm glad he's healthy enough that he can make an appearance. But you know, once again, I think a lot of reasons people didn't like him is because they kept pushing him every night. They the WWE they they push. You know, you know, I was never a fan of Stone Cold Steve Austin. There's people who love Stone Cold Steve Austin, but it's sort of like you see the You see him every fucking night. When you see Triple H every fucking night, you know, when you see The Rock every fucking night. It gets a little fucking, you know, as much as I love The Rock, even The Rock got fucking a little annoying after a while because WWE, every night, he's fucking headlining. And one week it's, you know, it's, it's The Rock versus Stone Cold. Then next week it's Stone Cold versus Undertaker. Then it's The Rock versus Undertaker. Then it's Undertaker versus Stone Cold. Then, you know, and it's like the same three fucking guys over and over and over again. You know, and then The Rock versus Triple H. And Triple H versus The Rock. And The Rock versus Undertaker. The Undertaker versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. It was fucking annoying. Um, so, Is it annoying? Yes, it's very, it? very annoying. Um... What are you doing? Are you jerking off or something?
1: No, I'm not doing anything. <laughs>
4: you like a thump, 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 thump.
1: Oh, it's my chord here.
4: Oh, you playing with yourself over podcasting? you like listening to my voice? No,
1: and, I don't like you that much. Um, one out? Uh, and
4: I say you should be fapping. I say I mean that hypothetically. I mean that <laughs> figuratively. No, um, so it turns out, okay, so moving on. Uh, speaking of comic book movies, the things that I love, um, the, the early reviews for Captain Marvel, the comeback, and a lot of enjoying it. I mean, you know, it's, you know it, would, it would be really fucked up if, like, now they decide to start making shitty movies. But, you know, it's going to be weird, like, 20, 30 years from now, we're like, man, remember those, like... Even if, like, Marvel stops making movies now, or whatever, you know, you could say, man, those first fucking 10 years, man. <laughs> those first 10 years are fucking awesome. Um, you know, eventually, the, they're going to eventually start making shitty movies. And I know some people aren't into them as much as I am, and, and whatever. Um, I'm obviously excited to see Captain Marvel... Uh, you know, I, I'm not a fan of the comic. You know, but I never was. But, you know, I wasn't a fan of fucking Guardians of the Galaxy as a comic either. I love them. So I'm, I'm glad the re- the reviews are coming back positive. Unfortunately, there are these trolls and there's guys mm-hmm. making 15 fucking fake accounts so they can go to websites and say that it sucks. And, you know, and 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 look, at. I understand, like, being upset over <laughs> the fucking Ghostbusters female cast. I understand, you know all the fucking inconsistencies of The Last Jedi and feeling very fucking SJW about the whole thing. And, you know, and even to to a little a much lesser extent, like, you know, you know, when they did introduce the Ray character, you know, this is Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, you know, every movie has like a Skywalker in it. And I guess, yeah, okay, technically uh Kylo runs a Skywalker. But, you know, they have all these movies, you know, you have all these movies with Luke and then when you get to uh The Force Awakens, Luke is in the movie for fucking thirty seconds, and I understand, you know, they're, they're you know, the, the upset, being upset by them shoving this new character down your throat. That you, when people said they were doing a new Star Wars movie, they're like, okay, we're gonna see Luke Skywalker, and and we're gonna and hopefully, you know, <laughs> no one was expecting. Yeah, we're only gonna see him for fucking thirty seconds. I understand the frustration. I understand the anger of being a fan and and them kind of changing things on you because it's sort of like, you know, I signed up for this, and you're giving me that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I signed up, you know, I, I walked into Burger King. Don't sell me fucking pizza. You know, don't give me pizza. And they call me an asshole because I didn't want burgers. <laughs> I walked into a fucking Burger King. I've been shopping at Burger King for 30 years. Don't fucking don't change it one day in pizza. And then call me the asshole for, for selling me pizza, you know, saying because I don't like pizza. You know, if I want pizza, I'll go to fuck a pizza hut. That being said, you know, I, I think people, you know. People are shitting on Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel hasn't even fucking come out yet. It hasn't even, you know, it's you know, in these movies where one movie we have a guy that shrinks to the size of an ant, the other guy, other movie we have a guy that's a fucking uh, a cosmic wizard, and we have another movie where a fucking uh, a walking tree and a talking raccoon. Uh, be a little fucking open minded because a woman's a fucking main character. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I, I just find it weird that why are people hating on the Captain Marvel movie already? You know, just because she's, I mean, and trust me, I'm a fucking misogynistic asshole, fucking neckbearded, uh, trolling, you know, neckbeard incel asshole. And, and even I will say, look, you know, relax, give the fucking movie a shot before you fucking tear it down. You know, get, look, yes, Ghostbusters, the 2016 <laughs> Ghostbusters sucked ass, but we gave it a shot and it sucked ass. <laughs> you know, uh, so. You know, I hated The Force Awakens, you know, and, you know, besides it being SJW bullshit, you know, it was a bad fucking movie. So, you know, give, give it a chance. Go see it, and if it's bad, then destroy it online. But, you know, don't make fake accounts to say that. Even like, like I said, I, I, like, I hate anti, I hate SJWs, but then the people who hate SJWs go take it a little too fucking far and, you know, you know, I understand not being political, you know, not having to worry about being politically correct, but, you know, cursing for cursing's sake isn't, you know, that isn't the solution. No. Nope. Right. Um, also on Netflix, Umbrella Academy. Uh, I, I watched, I binged the whole thing in probably like three days. Uh, very decent. Uh, I'm surprised, uh, the guy who wrote, or the original person who wrote Umbrella Academy was Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. And it's like, you know, growing up, not growing up, I mean, I, it was past my time. But you know, when emo was a big thing ten years ago, fifteen years ago, you know, my Chemical Romance was like the leading edge. <laughs> you know, this is the face of fucking emo music, which I fucking hated, and I thought it was fucking stupid and annoying and whiny and you know, beta male bullshit. Um You know, and then he fucking goes and has to write a good fucking comic, and now I have to, <laughs> now I have to swallow my fucking, I have to swallow my own shit and say, God damn it, you know, I don't like you as a musician. But I like it as a fucking writer. Uh, you know, Umbrella Academy was pretty good. Uh, kudos to fucking Netflix for pulling it off. Because, like, in the show, there is a walking, talking... fuck I mean, I guess they talking about There's a walking and talking, like, monkey. But, like, a monkey that's like a... Per- like, imagine a person just with a monkey. You know, it's not a monkey that's, like, swinging off trees and shit. It's a monkey in a suit with, like, a British accent. <laughs> and they right. pull it off. The fucking animation is fucking w- wonderful. You know, it makes, you know, the, 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 they have it designed with characterizations of faces and emotions, and it comes through, and it's a fucking monkey. Uh, you know, it's got, what's her face, that played Juno, and, um, she was in X-Men movies, and then she was in that movie Super. Uh, the girl that played Juno, I forgot her name. Um, you know, and, and it's a, it's a world where, and, and, and I'm not spoiling too much, they, they leave the season, this, this is definitely, uh, they're definitely planning to have a season two. Because to the best of my knowledge, they never explain, there was one day where all these women got instantly pregnant, and, and like, like from like from like being normal, <laughs> like just handling their business, to popping out a kid half an hour later. And so this like crazy billionaire guy goes and he adopts all the kids. Like he pay, <laughs> and once again we talk about people could pay off parents. And <laughs> shit like that. He takes all these kids that were born in one day. And he sets up. what's basically like Xavier's Academy for gifted children. It's basically the X Men, you know, with uh with these characters and like you know one kid can see dead people. You know, one guy he could you know he's th- he could throw knives like you know he could throw a fucking knife around a corner and hit exactly what he meant to hit. Uh, there's a girl who has a power where like uh if she, and this is like I I always said if I wanted a superpower it would be this where uh you could if you talk to somebody and you can convince them to do anything. You, like, you could be an influencer. Like, if I told you, Paul, kill yourself, you'd fucking, you'd just go and walk in front of a fucking bus. Hey, Paul, kill yourself. Uh, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> no. Um, oh, shit, sorry. Uh, you know, the, the long story short, it's a good se- series. If you're into the comic movies and stuff like that, which, then again, if you're listening to this fucking show, you probably are. Um it's definitely worth a watch you know once again i have to eat my fucking foot you know and, you know gerard way which I, i'm not a fan of my chemical romance uh you know at least he writes comic books good enough that they made a good adaptation um adaptation excuse me uh and then one of the one of the coolest surprises of watching uh umbrella academy and i'm not a big fan of her music but mary j blige is in it and you know growing up you know i was i was a teenager in the 90s you know, I appreciate, Mar- and Mary J. Blige grew up just north of New York City. And, uh, the one thing you'll notice is you never, ever, ever see Mary J. Blige's forehead. In every picture, she always has bangs or hat because Mary J. Blige has a gigantic fucking scar on her forehead that I, I, I don't know, and I guess to this day, she hasn't fucking gotten plastic surgery on because I remember years and years and years and years ago, right before she got like really famous, uh, do you, did you ever have a channel called The Box? It was sort Mm-mm. of like you could rent. It was no. it was like imagine MTV, right? But <clears throat> so it had played music videos. But you can call from your house. Now, of course, they charge you like four bucks. You can call from your house, and they would play music videos. You would call them up, and then like it, so, they played music videos, and they had like this little scrolling thing on the bottom of the of the of the screen, and it would be you know. So if if you wanted to see you know insane clown posse, certain video, you would call them up. It would you would type in that code. And then a couple minutes later, they would play insane comma posse. So, uh, or what do you know? Uh, that's just my example. Um, and so I remember, and then part of that, they call it, they had a, a little mini show called Box Talks where they would talk to like up and coming artists. And I remember them interviewing Mary J. Blige and she had this gigantic fucking scar on her forehead. And, and it's funny, like now as, as you've watched it, she's gotten famous. You'll never see Mary J. Blige's forehead. And go. I I challenge anybody to find a picture of her of her forehead that isn't from really fucking far away or with a shadow on it or something like that. And uh, so I mean, yeah, and of course you could probably put pancake makeup and cover it up. But if you if you notice, you'll never ever ever see her forehead. And so and watch my watch. Umbrella Academy. See if you can see her forehead in any. And she's in it a lot. She's a there's like the they have these hired killers. It's her, and this big fat white guy, uh, that are hired killers, and they're looking for one of the particular children from the umbrella academy and that's their whole job is they're hunting this one kid down Uh, the one thing i didn't like about umbrella academy there's a character who's like a junkie and he's like he's like a rock and roll kind of guy and yeah he'll wear a dress because he's cool like that and you know and he's a heroin addict and i mean he's a drug addict in general but you know i kind of didn't like the idea that like they made him cool and they never like yeah they kind of showed sort of the problems he had with drugs but i mean being a person who's dealt with someone who's a fucking heroin junkie and i've you know and i've dealt with someone that was a fucking crackhead and you know and i you know i've dealt with someone that was you know who would crush up and snort pills and shit like that you know i don't like how the show sort of makes him like a cool rock star kind of character and it's not and the whole thing is yeah he does suffer a little bit because of his drug problem but i think it kind of sends this message like oh yeah you know you'll be all right yeah, you'll be fuck. You'll fuck up and do drugs, but then you know, you you know later on everything. You know, just say you're sorry and you know, don't do drugs for like three days, and you'll be all. You know, everything will be all wonderful, and that's not the fucking case. And I, I kind of, I I kind of don't like. I wish the show had shown a little bit more realistic. Yeah, and a show where fucking one guy talks to dead people and another guy could throw a knife around the corner and hit his target, and a girl can influence people. But I mean, you know, I just don't like that. A, a good chunk of the series is about that drug addict character and and you feel bad that he's a junkie and yeah he makes bad decisions stuff like that but he doesn't have he he never faces any real heavy duty heavy duty um okay uh then they had uh daniel radcliffe is on this i saw this the pilot for the show called miracle workers where they're people who they, they they work for heaven and they answer prayers and stuff like that if you, if you ever get, it's it's going to be on TBS. If you get a chance to check it out, it's really cute. It it reminds me of kind of like The Good Place where it's sort of it's sort of like weird that these shows are all coming out where they kind of deal with like sort of spiritual things but they kind of make it like a comedy. Cuz then uh, they're on uh, they're doing another one called Good Omen, which is going to have uh it's going to be on BBC. It's a bunch of British guys and that's from a Neil Gaiman book. Neil Gaiman and Terry, Terry Pratchett 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 Pratchett. I for Terry Pratchett, excuse me. And, uh, like, I listened to the audiobook, I listened to, like, more than half, the, and it was good, I just never got around to finishing it, but, you know, it's about, like, angels on earth, and, but, like, then, like, you know, the Antichrist is born, and, it, it's, it's, it, but the, but it's, it's, it's absurd, it's, it's a, it's like, it's a comedy. So, like, good omens, we already have the good place, and, and miracle workers, all sort of, like, these weird pseudo-religious, You know, and it's not like ramming fucking, you know, Christian mythology down your throat. It's, it's sort of, it's having fun with it. It's using it as a framing device, which I thought was pretty cool. So if you get a chance to check out, um, Miracle Works, I know, and the cool thing is, uh, Steve Buscemi plays God. (laughs) Steve Buscemi plays like this, like a a hippie kind of guy with long hair and and he's like all, but he's all stressed out because Earth, isn't working out as good as he wanted it to so he's like i'm just gonna blow up the earth and stuff like that so that that, that was um there there was a documentary on netflix larry charles's dangerous world of comedy where Mm -hmm. he goes and he interviews all these comedians from around the world and he interviews comedians like in the middle east uh he interviews comedians that like or who are like who are serving members of the military and guys you know who've been in war zones and one guy was like his whole fucking body was burnt up from ied but he's a comedian you know like but the guy like he's missing a hand because his hand was fucking blown off and and his 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 face he has like no features on his face but he's a comedian um it's an interesting series i thought it was going to be more funny it's more of a documentary you know and then like and then the whole like the whole last episode was about like africa and nigeria where like rape is still really prevalent or at least in the past couple years it's been like really prevalent and there's all these comedians were like rape jokes are still part of their fucking culture. Like, these are guys, you know, and it's sort of like, you know, in a world where things are kind of evolving, guys, maybe you shouldn't be fucking making rape jokes. But, uh, you know, so it's, it's more, it's, it's more factual than funny. But I mean, if that's your kind of thing, I, I recommend checking it out. And then the last news, and even though it hasn't been officially confirmed, uh, people are saying that Army Hammer, and if the, if the name doesn't ring a bell, he was in that recent re- remake of the Lone Ranger with, uh, what's his face? They play Tonto. I Johnny Depp, where Johnny Depp played Tonto. Uh, so Army Hammer was the, um, the guy who played the Lone Ranger on that. So it's, it's, I thought we were gonna get it. I thought if we weren't gonna go with Ben Affleck, I thought we were gonna get a much younger, um, Batman. But, uh, the, you know, the, the, the Batman, the Matthew, Matt Reeves one. You know, the guy who made Planet of the Apes, uh, and his Batman movie, it's, it's been pretty much confirmed without officially being confirmed that Ar- Army Hammer is gonna be playing the next Batman. I'm not against it. Um, people were, people, po- po- people were photoshopping pictures of other actors, uh, with the mask on. And I mentioned earlier, I mentioned Daniel Radcliffe. I'm like, imagine. Daniel Radcliffe as fucking Batman, as Bruce Wayne. I mean, in a world where we had fucking Michael Keaton play fucking Batman, and Michael Keaton before the Batman movies was he never played a character that was like agile or strong or or, or uh, you know uh, with you know enough willpower to fucking be the Batman. I think in a in a world we could have a Daniel Radcliffe Batman. I'm, I'm not a, a totally opposed to that. Or uh, another one who I thought would be a good um the guy that played um the guy that played uh uh, magneto uh michael fassbender i I could live in a world where michael fassbender plays bruce but that's just you know i mean wasn't this is totally just choosing a random fucking actor out of nowhere you know uh but uh but as for army hammer i'm all for it you know i think years and years ago uh what's his name peter jackson was gonna do either peter i always get those confused Peter Jackson or 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 um uh, the guy who did Pan's Labyrinth. Why am I drawing a blank on it? Guillermo del Toro. They were going to do a Justice League movie, and Army Hammer was going to play in that. So I mean, you know, he's been on a lot of lists recently. So um, I'm not opposed. Uh, I guess that's it. That's all my news that I had uh, brought to the table. Anything you want to add?
1: No, let's just uh, get on out of here.
4: All right, let's wrap this up.
2: That's, That's what, what she, she said. said.
4: Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net where you can find all things show related. I have actually updated the site recently. Uh, I made sure I, I updated all the links. But from twostrangersonepodcast.net, you can find links to our iTunes page. We, uh, you could if you have an iPhone, an iPad, or an iPod, you can subscribe to us there. Um, if you don't have an iPhone, an iPad, or iPod, you could. Follow the links off the Two Strangers One podcastnet dot net and find links to our Stitcher, uh S T I T C H E R, which is the app that I use to listen to my podcast. I put it on listen later and available offline. So while you're in a Wi Fi spot, you download all the episodes that you can put on there. The limit's a hundred. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> you, have, you have about a hundred podcasts uh, on your on your thing and that and after a hundred, come on, you gotta start deleting some of them. Uh <laughs> uh So uh when I'm out and about I mean, now I work from home, so it's not like I really travel like I used to. But, uh, you know, before I would just, uh, you know, when I'm out in my car driving and stuff like that, I would listen to podcasts from the car. Um, so you could go on to Stitcher app. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, the Stitcher app. Uh, of course, you know, you got Kevin Smith's Smodcast. You have uh, This American Life and Adam Carolla and all those guys. And, of course, Paul's other baby, the Tanami Faithful podcast, all available on this Stitcher app. Um and of course you can go to our main hosting site and just go straight to the source and go to um our SoundCloud. Just you know, just go to SoundCloud and search for <coughs> podcast. Podcasts. I make sure all the episodes are, are um available for download from the website. I'm sorry. I, I wanted to go see I, I should have checked if we have mail and uh, so I'm doing that while I'm while I speak. Uh, we want your money. We need your money. And if Paul decides to set up the Patreon, maybe my next episode will actually have um, a Patreon set up. Oh, wow. No Oscar fucking, no Oscar mail. I thought, because Oscar had interacted with you on Facebook. I thought he was going to write to us. So maybe we should go and harass him. Um, <laughs> but if you want to write to us, you can maybe write. Maybe you t-
1: should harass him.
4: <laughs> you can write to us at podcast at gmail.com. I'll spell strangers out, podcast at gmail.com, like Oscar used to. Uh once again, we want your money, we need your money, but if you can't give us a dime, you could at least uh, share and like our page on your Facebook page. Just go to facebook.com slash Two Strangers a Podcast, all spelled out, where you can uh, share this episode or share the entire page, let people know if this is what you're listening to. If you want to hear people talk about you know, voice actors touching each other, you can listen to that <laughs> on our show. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Stranger Podcast, which is basically just a rehash of our Facebook page uh you can find links to my eBay page check out my eBay page go to eBay and search for 2 XL NYC as an extra large in new york city and, uh buy my stuff god damn it because uh, you know i need fucking money they're going to shut off my electricity god damn it so i need your money give me your goddamn money um and on also from two strangers of podcast on that you can find links uh to our youtube page because anything that's not uh any of the podcasts that aren't available on soundcloud have been transferred over to youtube so you can listen to fucking six years of podcasts on youtube just search for youtube.com slash two strange a podcast you can on the youtube on our youtube page you can listen to my audio book uh Odd I see a tale from the road that's also on there, and now I'm uploading music that I've made. I mean, I had to put, I had a link to that on my Facebook page, but uh, no one fucking listened to it. So I started a second SoundCloud page, but this one I'm not paying for. Um, I have two albums up there right now. I'm about to upload a third one, but since I have limited space, I have to delete the first one so I can upload the second one, uh, the third, the third one. Uh, so you can find links to all of that are our YouTube page. Just search for Two Strangers Will Podcast, and I think. That's, and you can buy my book. You can find the link on net. Buy my book. God damn it, I need money. Buy my book. Double jackpot. So oh, the, yeah.
1: the, the point of that whole thing was Chris needs money. I need money. Buy so it could, now.
4: So... You could listen to a free audiobook, which is my second book, or you could buy my first one. You know, hopefully you listen listen to the second one. See that it's a good book and say, okay, you know what? He's such a good fucking talented writer. I'm going to buy a second book because he's funny and charming and witty and hilarious. And I love listening to him and I want to support him and I want him to keep his electricity on. So you can do that. <laughs> okay. you, can find, you can find the links. And the whole the last five minutes of the whole episode is a commercial for my book anyway. But do that also. And I echoist the floor U- to you. you know. long enough.
1: Um, Let's see. So you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can email me, Paul Pascrillo at TunamiFaithful.com. And, you know, as usual, you can, uh if you're in the tsunami Discord, you can uh, message me there at Paul Pascrillo. So there it is. All
4: right. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers in One Podcast. We certainly hope you guys had a much fun record listening as we did recording. <sighs> what you, was- did <sighs> you did that I, so wrong. I went wrong. back. I fucked that up. Yeah. We certainly hope. Alright, rewind. We hope you guys had as much fun listening as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers More Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And don't be a stranger.
1: Peace. We're out.
4: Bye. You shut be fab.
2: These
1: eBay deals are so good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want Double do? jackpot. What is it? it-
5: it is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne.
0: Chris Cologne. Smells good to me. But <laughs> 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 look at her. That broke that fucking cold Little looks here. He's like,
5: he But it is spelled C O L O N. But <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist Eric who is in a loveless relationship
0: with oh, a materialist Lynette. I feel you, Eric. I'm, I'm, Oh, <laughs> fucking! Are you sure I didn't write this? <laughs> uh, I smell. Sounds hauntingly familiar.
5: He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia.
0: Well, oh, I, I got to meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend, Summer Nadia. is Nadia.
5: Nadia.
0: Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, man. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer she got some summer reading. Christopher Cologne. Smells real lovely with an original idea. Is this? I've never heard this before.
5: I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit, as Kev's clerks.
0: Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You can stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like Hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. (laughs) This is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think it is?
5: I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon.
0: Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's (laughs) seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Welcome oh, motherfucker up! Chris Colon come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin, that's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I wanna run it past him, man. I wanna, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Colon. I get a, a whiff, if you will.
5: The book could also be ordered on www.
3: $5
0: is yeah. insanely inexpensive. 15 is not even that bad for a for paperback version. No. This is a million-dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on! Come, I like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm going to make that smelly joke. I know.
5: You're trying to get me to laugh again.
0: It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I see, a Tale from the Road. Should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker. I will and his totally book, read this. Double jackpot. I'm serious. I'm gonna recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it, and you could sell them fucking both chicks.